The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 124 of the All Dolphins podcast on this Sunday, November 12th, 2023. Dolphins on their bye today. Got a lot of help around the AFC in terms of playoff position teams losing. Before we do that, however, we have to do our obligatory player recognition uh, jersey number corresponding to the jersey episode. Today is number 24. So we're going to go. There are a lot of good options here. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. It's the needles. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you enjoy it. Um, generally avoid current players. Correct. We don't have a rule about current coaches, so therefore I'm going to go with Ronaldo Hill. Because oh! He's often safety in That's the mid-2000s, who is now the safeties coach. That's a good one. Um, I oftentimes and still do credit Ronaldo Hill for the 2008 playoff berth because his return to the secondary really helped them sew everything together. He was a leader of that defense. Um, uh, I can't remember if he was a captain that year, but him teaming with Jeremiah Bell was was just um, created a real good back end of that secondary. Um, I remember talking to Ronaldo earlier this season about why he left uh, a defensive coordinator position with the chargers to come join Miami. And really, he really said it was family considerations. This was a family decision. Um, You know, even though it was not necessarily a lateral move, um, Mm -hmm. he felt like this getting back with Vic, he being here in Miami and, and being, I don't know what was going on from a family standpoint, but this was what he needed for his family at this time. And I I can acknowledge, respect, and support anybody making those decisions. However, if I may challenge you from a numbers standpoint. Oh, go ahead. uh, I do believe Sean Smith was 24. Yes, he was. Second round pick out of Utah in 2009. After Monte Davis. Yeah, 2009. Mm -hmm. And I will argue to my death, that Sean Smith, while with the Dolphins, was a better cornerback than Vontae Davis, while with the Dolphins. 
during their tenure. Um, it, 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 you know, it can be hashed back and forth. And, and I think they've had relatively comparable careers, except for Vontae probably made a Pro Bowl um, or two. Um, however, Sean was one hell of a cornerback, um, huge size, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't necessarily physical, but, um, r- real great guy, real great, you know, and I thought he was a good teammate. I thought he added a lot to press coverage, you know, decent ball skills. Uh, he was no Xavier Howard, but he was also no slouch. I think he still calls South Florida home. Um, that would be another guy I'd love to bring on the all dolphins podcast as well. So. Yeah, and, and my recollection of Sean Smith was he was very, very good in coverage. He just could not come down with interceptions. <laughs> um, and with Ronaldo Hill, I remember some picks from him, but sadly, unfortunately, my vivid recollection of him, unless I'm severely mistaken as a player, was a play against the Patriots in 2007, that miserable year where Randy Moss caught a touchdown pass and on the same play, Ronaldo Hill tore his ACL, and Cameron Worrell, who was unsuccessfully double teaming Randy Moss, also tore his ACL yes. on the same. Play. On that one play, Randy Moss scored a touchdown and tore two ACLs. I do remember that play. Yes, yes. I didn't know Ronaldo. I know Cameron Worrell was one. I didn't know who the other ACL was, but yes, I'm pretty sure it was Ronaldo. I'll, I, 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 no, nobody's questioning you, Rain Man. Nobody's questioning you. Don't you don't have to worry about it. Um, let, let's get into this episode because you, you wanted to talk about, um, how things are panning out in the division, because it seems like everybody who needed to win to either close the gap or, or really create some distance between them and everybody else lost, except for the Steelers. Who, in the, in the AFC, who, who I, I told you this before we started the show. It's like, I look at them and like, how in the hell are they six and three? It's like, every game is the same. You speak, be specific about who you're talking about with your disrespect. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Steelers. Yes, I'm, I'm talking about that. They are just an ugly, but, but ugly six and three team where, and it was funny, like, like they just let mediocre teams hang around, take the lead in the fourth quarter, and then hold off the opponent. Um, and along the way, some might even say that they get, some decently beneficial calls like there was one today that I saw mind you I was driving back from St. Pete Beach like how did you see how did you see this while driving back from St. Pete Beach because the clip is out there and there was a clip of a lateral from Kenny Pickett to Jalen Warren recovered by the Packers that they decided no it was not a lateral when the replay which I saw on social media kind of pretty clearly there's one replay you can see the ball is is thrown from the 10 or 20 yard line, whatever it is, an even number, and it's thrown like a yard and a half behind. So, again, um, but they're the only ones who won, as you mentioned. Cincinnati upset by Houston at home. That's a shocker to me. And C.J. Stroud, holy smokes, why don't, you, why don't we give him the Offensive Rookie of the Year award right now because, he's a, again, he's, it's a quarterback award, and the fact that he is balling big time. I mean, I don't even know if Devon Achan, Achan, as crazy as he was in his three weeks, could be able to make up the ground that C.J. Stroud has created because you saw that game today. He let him back. That one, actually, I saw the end of it, the last drive. and Man, that kid's impressive. Um, Baltimore Ravens, another very surprising loss at home against Cleveland. Oh, I did tell people, I did say on this podcast, watch out for Cleveland. If Deshaun Watson gets close to Houston, Deshaun Watson, 
watch out. And there's numbers in the second half were like 14 for 14 or 13 for 14. Uh, crazy numbers in the second half and brought them back from a 31-17 fourth quarter deficit. However, there was a pick six there on a pass that was batted down at the line of scrimmage and up in the air. Uh, Baltimore's still good. Don't, don't make any mistake about that. But they got And Jacksonville got waxed at home by San Francisco, which had Debo Samuel and Trent Williams back, which kind of changes their team a little bit. Um, San Francisco so, is a really good team. San Francisco is a really oh, good team, built very well in the trenches. Uh, yeah. So the and, moral of the story is, because KC is the only 7-2 team in the AFC, and I don't see KC as, whoa, that team is good. So right now, it's a free-for-all in the AFC, and the Dolphins are right in the thick of it. I don't think it's a free for all, but I think that it's it's clearly the superior divi- uh, conference. I think that there are a lot of strong teams. I would agree with you. I think Baltimore, Cincinnati, they're coming. They're coming strong. I don't believe in Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's a fraud. I I I I hear what you're saying about Pittsburgh, but I will not allow you to disrespect Mike Tomlin. They're just a well coached team. Oh, I agree. That I mean, they're just a well coached team. That, that that that's the only way that you can really explain how they're performing that way. I'm not a big fan of their quarterback um, and, and their style kind of resembles the style that I like, but they, they do it a lot clunkier than, than it's supposed to look. Um, but they're a Mike Tomlin team. They're a well-coached team. They're not going to beat themselves. They, they remind me of Tony Sperano teams back in the early 2000, 2008s. Uh, 2009. They're they're just not going to beat themselves. You're going to have to beat them. No, I, I, here's the thing though: is to me, it's very possible, and this has happened in recent in the recent past. They'll make the playoffs, and everybody will look at them going, "How the hell did they make the playoffs?" And then they'll get waxed in the first round by a team that's got much more talent, where they can't complete off can't compete offensively. And that's what happened. They played teams. You're you're just talking about the Dolphins for the last two decades. So, uh, like, it, it, it's I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. I'm I'm worried no, I'm about. Not, I'm not either. Uh, I'm not I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. If if Pittsburgh is Miami's first round opponent, I'll be celebrating. Um, I I worry about the teams that have physical trench play, the teams that have elite quarterbacks. That would be to me Baltimore and Cincinnati, but Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Buffalo, but. The reality is it is what it is, and you need to get home field advantage if you're the Dolphins because you clearly see that there's a difference despite what you want to think or want to say about home versus on the road. I'm sorry, your motions do not look the same when you're on the road. That's that's just flat out, and your offense looks dynamic when your emotions don't have to go to a silent count or a silent cadence, and so that to me is the key. And that requires finishing strong. And, and I think, in my opinion, the Dolphins have to get five of their remaining games. And I think that's extremely doable. Obviously, you'd like to do it mostly before December gets here because you're at a murderer's row in December um, with, with Dallas, Baltimore, and then and then the Buffalo Bills. Um, hopefully, you're not limping into the playoffs like you were last year. But obviously, this team is supposed to be peaking at the right time, trending at the right time. And as Mike McDaniel says, play their best when they're playing elimination games. And I think that they're going to get a lot of key players back in the second half of the season. Devon A. Chan, Robert Hunt, you just got Teron Armstead back. You got Jalen Ramsey back. You have Xavier Howard back. You got Connor Williams back. Uh, you got Nick Needham back. I, I, I really don't, and, and I don't see an injury. The My biggest concern 
in my thought process is, okay, you got to find a new starting left guard, um, especially if Robert Hump comes back. But comparatively speaking, for teams that have problems, if that's your biggest problem, you have no problem. Completely agree. And if you look at the next five games before their tough three-game stretch in the season, if you look at their next five games, the Dolphins likely will be favored in every one of them, which is Vegas, at Jets, at Washington, Tennessee at home, and the Jets. The one that could be tricky here, and I think Dolphin fans make better make sure they take it seriously, even though I know the Jets' offense is a complete – Thank you. Thank you. We're on so fire bit. right now. But the Jets' defense is really, really, really good. Um, we're on the same they're page. Dangerous. Yeah, they're dangerous. That that Black Friday game uh, could be tricky. Mm-hmm. So let's get into are – we, are we done talking about the wrap-up of the – or do you want to wrap up the NFC? Because nobody really cares what's going on over there. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, I, I catch glimpses of some games. The, the, one, the, the, the story to me in the, in the NFC is our good friend Dan Campbell. Uh, mm-hmm. with yeah. the Lions. That team's no joke. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into some of the questions. We're doing this old school style. Uh, I've I'm not in the mood for live chat. I apologize. <laughs> I've got a I've got a toddler and and uh, she she needs my attention. Um, Devin in ATL. What's the status of Waddle and Robert Hunt? You're, you're... Uh, well, my my guess is Robert Hunt's playing the next game. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Well, no more. They the Dolphins are practicing on Monday. Uh, it's not like it's going to be a hardcore as, as of a practice as Wednesday will be when they begin their full preparations for Vegas. So maybe they hold them out out of precaution. And and Mike McDaniel kind of hinted at that. So probably too early to tell right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a tad nervous about it, if I'm going to be honest. I, I, well, yeah. What's up with all the wide receiver workouts? And I know you just generally work out guys, but um, they, you know, that, that makes me, and, and let's be real about it. Even though Waddle is probably halfway is at the cent- halfway to the thousand yard mark. This isn't the season that anybody would expect from Jalen Waddle. No. Um, th- this is not the season that and performance that anybody would expect. Um, we haven't seen Waddle catch a deep pass yet. Um, and right. so let, uh, but I, I will say that I think injuries is a major factor for it. And now we're at the knee. So that, that obviously is going to be something that, that needs to be monitored. And as I pre- previously said, I think another receiver has to step up who it is. I have absolutely no idea, but right now Cedric Wilson Jr. Seems to be the guy who's, who's answering the bell. Um, pretty boy. Why should we be worried about the Ravens again? Our offense is clearly better, and our defense is starting to look just as good. Pretty boy must not know that the Ravens play that <laughs> style of football, and the Dolphins do not react well to that style of football. Like pretty boy, yeah, you, you, your, yeah. your, your name represents the uh, the style of football that the Dolphins. That's pretty like. boy football, that's right, <laughs> and and. Debo always pimps you, and 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 except for that, you know, fourth quarter comeback from Tua. But that style is just the hard raw style, the in your face, the physical, the the the, the battles at the line of scrimmage. Maybe, maybe I mean, we'll see. We will see. It's a December game. It's on the schedule. It's a road game. Um, yeah, but under underestimate them at your at your own peril. I mean. Yeah. It, 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 can the Dolphins win the game? Absolutely, the Dolphins can win that game. But to suggest that, like, why should we be worried about the Ravens? Well, because right now they're six and three, which 
same record as the Dolphins. The game is at Baltimore. And if you think that the Baltimore game last year was representative of the kind of game it's going to be on December 31st against the Baltimore defense, that while it got beat a little bit today, kind of, I don't know, what, 17 times better than it was in that week two game when they had all, I mean, all sorts of issues uh, in that secondary that the Dolphins actually, I mean, absolutely did a great job of exploiting. And they're going to, Tyreek Hill's not going to be running down the field 15 yards behind the secondary because two DBs decided neither of them were going to cover him. Mm-hmm. 242 Fins fan 772. Boy, that's like a cell phone number. Um, uh, who steps up as the number three receiver in the second half of the season? That person right there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my toddler. <laughs> yeah, that's me, Mila stepping up. Um, no, we actually had a, a store examine that very question on alldolphins.com a couple of days ago. I don't know that anybody's right now is screaming. I know Omar mentioned Cedric Wilson coming up with some key catches in recent weeks. He had the big one before the half at Philly. He had the touchdown pass uh, against the Chiefs, but the volume's not there. Nobody's volume is there. It's it's a whole lot of Tyreek. Uh, Jalen's getting some catches, even though nothing deep, like as, as Omar mentioned. Um, and Barrios has been banged up. That doesn't help. Um, does Chase Claypool emerge in the second half of the season once he knows more Spanish, as Omar would say? <laughs> Maybe I, I don't see a clear-cut candidate, to be honest with you, right now. I agree with you. I think Barrios' knee, I think it's just progressively getting worse. It probably moved to a hamstring or an ankle. You know how, how those things are where something's bothering it just just it moves to another area. Um I would love for it to be Chase Claypool just because he adds a different dimension to this offense. But, uh, you know, that's – you got to learn Spanish, my brother. You got to learn Spanish. Bernard Kitchens asks, do you think the Dolphins should draft a young QB as an insurance policy in next year's draft? Tua's put up great numbers, but he still has a lot to prove, and I think next year is the is his last year to prove it. No, 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 no. I I answered the wide receiver three question first. Oh, wow. You Okay. All right. Um, Right now, because the Dolphins. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Don't have any resources to replenish the roster they need to draft players who are going to contribute and play and help you on special teams so i do not support the selection of 
a wide receiver. I also don't support the quarterback. Was a, from our quarterback was a question. I don't support the selection of a quarterback. I also don't support selection of a wide receiver, but that's another story. Um, I feel like Mike White at four million dollar a year is a little too high for my taste, and I'm going to do something that I've been advocating the Dolphins to do for probably the last five or six years, which is sign Joshua Dobbs to a respectable. Two and a half million dollar contract. I think Joshua Dobbs is a young quarterback that absolutely would thrive and be majestic in this offense. I'd love him to be Tua's backup. Um, I am not a believer that Tua is not going to get the multi year extension. Um, I'm not a believer that Tua's fragility is going to end his career early, even though that was what a lot of people thought and speculated um, because of the concussions. But I need a young quarterback who is capable of winning games. And Joshua Dobbs has proven that. He's proving that right now with the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know what's going to happen for him the rest of the season. I don't know why everybody just keeps using Joshua Dobbs like he's some disposable. I, I'm trying to think of a, a, a something that's disposable. Razor, disposable razor. Disposable razor. Yes, like some disposable razor. And... Thank you for cleaning that up for me. Um, and I, I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. And I I want the I want the team that I cover to be the team that loves him. Yeah. What if I were to accuse you here, Omar? And I, I hate accusing anybody, but how, what if I were to accuse you a little bit of recency bias when it comes to Joshua Dobbs because of what he did last week and again today for the Vikings? People, people who follow me know I, I've really been advocate for that young man since I watched his film at Tennessee and I see and and watch interviews and interact with him. I see something special there. And everywhere he's gone, he's done something that was not expected of him and continues to do it. How about somebody actually just love him and develop him and 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 invest in him? Well, and there's not be a reason gotta be a reason for it, and it's not. I mean, one thing we do know is if he comes to the Dolphins, picking up the offense ain't going to be a problem because the guy is like literally a rocket scientist or something like that. I mean, he's like stupid smart. Yeah. Um, and but- and this isn't anything against Mike White, but understand you can create $4 million in cap space by releasing him. And when you look at that laundry list of free agents that the Dolphins are going to have, you're going to need every single penny to rebuild this team and I don't feel like Mike White at $4 million is, is great value. Just my personal opinion. Okay, except that except. based on the way things are going right now with Dobbs in Minnesota, you act you actually think you're getting getting him for as little as you're getting Mike White right now? Hey, listen, everybody just everybody just uses Dobbs up and then throws him away. Like I I don't know. Like I don't know either. I mean Minnesota six and four now, and they've won like four in a row. And Dobbs has won the last two games, so I think his his price tag is going up. To answer the question, though, um, yeah, 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 yeah. To me, to me yeah. well, I don't want to make that prediction right because everything to me is wait and see how the season finishes, and that includes staying healthy. It includes finishing the season strong, not just in the lineup, but strong. Mm-hmm. The evidence is not there yet to support a large money extension when it comes 
to strong performances in December and January. It's just not. You can give me that dirty look all you want, Omar, but you know damn well speaking the truth. It's the truth. But okay, well, here. now it's and this is year four. It needs to be seen. And the Dolphins, right. what? Look at everything that he had working against him the first two years, and then the oh third year God. he gives the concussion. Huh? And then and then what last year? The concussion protocol. You forget about that? You mean you mean the three straight losses? Not not counting the Green Bay game because I and I have my own issues on this, um, but not counting the three games before that Green Bay game that he lost after a, the after the Dolphins had a five game winning streak, including three with him as as a starting quarterback. No, Amen. all of them as with him as a starting quarterback. So, yeah, no, not buying that. So it needs. Yeah, no, not buying that. Uh, that's okay. just, again, yeah, that's, no, not buying. <laughs> that's yeah, just me. No. You don't have to agree. You obviously are not. You're completely sold. I need to see more evidence personally. I, I need to see him win some close games. I need to see him win Baltimore. I need to see him win Dallas. I need to see him win Buffalo. He's got to win one of those three. And, okay. And, and by the way, and this is where we point out that the Baltimore and Buffalo wins last year were nice. They also were in week two and week three. Yes. Yeah, so and we're talking December. Game. Those games in December. Yes. Yes. We're talking when 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 big boy pants need to be put on. Okay. Correct. Um. Paul Carr asks, what do you think is our issue in big games? Europe. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that it's – I mean, I could, I could be like doomsdayer and just say that right now they're just not quite good enough to beat a really good team on the road. Because the three games that they lost, we were all on the road against really, really good teams. And they had their shot, and they just didn't come through in the clutch, which there's not any specific magic other than right, right now at this point, they're not quite good enough to do it. Offensive line isn't good enough in those three losses on the road against those opponents. And also, I stand firm on my conviction that their offense does not look the same without with when it's on the road. Doesn't. And I agree I, with you. It's it, been it's been poo pooed by some members of the yeah. local media, uh, and I, I I'm, I'm with you on that one. Bernard Kitchens asked, "Would you consider moving Channing Tindall to edge if he added weight next off season?" By the by the way, we're cheating because that's two two questions from Bernard. But we'll so we'll do very quick. Hey, man, I thought I was gonna slip that by you. Yeah, I know, but we love we obviously we love Bernard. But no, um, it was a good question. Well, but here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe there's something to it if you make it completely simple for him, like get bigger and go go get the quarterback. Because right now it ain't working. But I, I'm not. He's an NFL special teamer. I, I'm not even wasting my time moving him to another position. Maybe, maybe he get he steps in for Jerome Baker when Jerome Baker's cut at the end of the season for 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 cash reasons, salary cap reasons. May and but maybe we'll, we'll see. Um, Jason Gang Gang Nano, what's your take on the team's recent slow start? In the past, they came out hot out, out on the scripted plays, but the last four to six games, we've started slow. Interesting. They did against Carolina, that's for sure, and they did against. Um, they did against Carolina. They did against, I believe, the Giants. Um, they, they did against the Chiefs. Yep. Did they, mean, did they against the Giants? Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know that I see a threat. That, that's all you, Omar. 
And whatever Omar says, I'm going to say what Omar said. Go ahead. It's all you. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 yeah. I, what was it? The, the, they did it against the Eagles as well. Came out slow. I'm like, they had a, like, a, um, had to call a timeout or got a, like, um, um, uh, um, a delay game on the first play of the game against the Eagles. And I'm like, damn, it's a scripted play. You worked on it all week. You knew what you were doing. Like, what's the problem? Anyway, um, Mike Manjaras asks. No, that's Mike Manjaras. Okay. Hi, Mike. Go ahead. Let me hear what he said. Love it when you say, you better put some respect on so-and-so's name. Well, it's the time to turn the tables. You, Omar, better put some respect on Javon Holland's name. Okay. Good. It's strictly on you. Good. I don't have to deal with that one. Javon Holland is the number one safety in the NFL. And he is the top playmaking safety in the NFL. And I'm putting respect on Javon Holland's name. And I hope the Dolphins make him the highest paid safety in the NFL because clearly that's what's warranted. <laughs> now, now, how much of that did you actually mean? Because I said, I said it. You granted Mike's wishes. There you go, Mike. I put respect on Javon Holland's name. Javon Holland is the best safety the Dolphins have had since. Ever. No, no, no. Ever. 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 I believe right now he's on track for first ballot Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Absolutely. We we have, I hope I've officially put respect on Javon Holland's name. Um Gar- Gary Lander asks, not Dolphin specific specific, but O and D line related. Ooh, I love O and D line questions. Um, was wondering if you spoke to anyone wearing that new trench helmet the one with the extended front, and if it does lessen the impact of each play. You know what? I've seen the helmet. I've been very curious about the helmet, but I have not asked about the helmet. Same here. What Omar said. Yeah, uniforms, not my thing, but I will will ask about it. Um, (laughs) Numbers guy asks, should Miami stop deferring the kick on the road? Seems like they're always in a 7-0 hole. I'm I'm sorry. This is this is a Madden effect to the NFL. I want the ball at the, in 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 at, at 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 the half. Like I want the, I want to be on offense at the half. Like I'm fine with. You mean with defer, deferring and taking the ball to, in the, at the yes. start of the second half? Oh, absolutely. Th- that, uh, yeah. that double dipping thing is. Mm-hmm. I mean, supersedes the the other issue. And it was yeah, Buffalo. They gave up an opening touchdown. Casey, they did. The Eagles, they might have actually, but again, these against the, the really, really good teams. How about play better defense? Yeah, absolutely. Chris Bustin asked, true or false, if Josh Boyer had been the defensive coordinator this year, the Dolphins would still be six and three going into their bye week. Yes. Woo! I'm going to say no. <clears throat> no, uh, what would they be? They would be five and four. Tell me, so, tell, so now, of course, the question is, what game did they win that they wouldn't have won? Uh, I don't know. Some game where the uh, it's Chargers game. Put that there. Yeah. And by the way, the Chargers game, with, which they clinched on defense by blitzing, which is kind mm-hmm. of Josh Boyer's calling card. So I might. I don't believe in Boyer. Okay. That's fine. I don't believe in Boyer. I think he's a fraud. Um, I also think the Chargers rushed for 233 yards against. Yeah. 
against a Josh Board defense because Ohio, it works differently. I'm sorry, go ahead. Ohio John asked between Sam Madison, Pat Sertain. Did I say it right? Sertan, Sertain? Sertan, yeah, I think he Sertan yeah. and Brett Grimes, which former Dolphins cornerback would you pick for the assignment of covering Tyreek Hill? <laughs> Ooh, I want you to answer first. All due respect to Sam, who I love dearly and is an absolutely fabulous guy. I don't think he has a speed to cover him. Um, I think Sertan was a bit faster, but I still, I think, I think Grimes is the only one who actually can, can stay with him. Grimes is the only player that could actually stay with him. And Grimes is such a freak athlete that I'm, I'm fine with Grimes on him. And I think Grimes has shattered him from time to time. I'd be curious to know what, what, what his numbers and per- performance has been against Grimes, but Grimes is, Grimes is right under Howard. But I would say one-on-one coverage, shadow guy, give me Grimes. Get the ball, give me Howard. Um, Alex asks, who plays left guard after the bye? Lester Cotton. You okay with that? Well, it could be fine. I mean, I, and as you mentioned, as you mentioned before, if I'm going to be without one of my four, my, one of my five starting offensive linemen, left guard's a good place to start. Um, and again, I don't think Robert Jones is going to be available right away because of his knee injury. And I do we, again to use a phrase you used to say: Are we writing the the, the Liam Express? Eigenberg Express? No, we're not. Oh, sorry. So yeah, I'm okay with Lester Cotton. That's fine. Rico Rough Rider. Yes. <laughs> What's the root cause of Jeff Wilson's lack of playing? It's head scratching to see him split running back number two carries with Ahmed. You first. I just think that he's not all the way right yet and it's getting close. And I think Ahmed had earned the coaching staff's respect and, but the lack of productivity should clearly shift roles. Um, and that might mean, Raheem Mostert takes on Ahmed's old role because I think they have different they have different roles for the different backs. And for Jeff to play more, Raheem would have to play less in that role and then play more in the other role. Yeah, you follow me? Are you you, you catching me? Yeah. And then Bond comes and plays in that other role. It's like they have they have the power back role and they have the scat back role. And in the scat back role, there's Raheem who could play it. There's Devon and there's Ahmed. They're there. In the power back role, there's Savan. No, I'm sorry. There's uh, there's Raheem and there's Jeff. And then there's Chris Brooks. So to me, Raheem would have to move from power back to scat back. And I don't know if they really feel comfortable with doing that for Jeff to play more. So there we, there we go. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that my, easy. That's, my, that's my great insight. Um, no, I mean he's been he's been okay. I, I'm a little I'm a little confused. I'm going to be honest about it. I'm a little confused. I would have expected him to get more snaps once he got back. Then Ahmed, to be very honest with you, once a Chan comes back, that's a whole different ball game where I would expect uh, Mostert and Achan to eat up most of the the touches. Go Fins, go ask, which AFC North team is the worst matchup for the Dolphins? Baltimore. Cincinnati. Um, Baltimore or Cincinnati? 
Baltimore uh, is really a good answer, but Cincinnati, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow scares me. Joe Burrow scares me also. And I mean, my, my caveat is if Watson goes back to Houston, Watson, Cleveland, I'm going to say it again. Cleveland's so good on defense. Mm-hmm. Tommy asks, what adjustments can be made for the offense on the road with the crowd noise affecting the timing of the motion? Thank you, Tommy, for actually believing in me and believing it does not look the same. And if I did want to cut up some film and show you, I would, but that's a whole lot of work for some crap that nobody's. Prove your points. That's not worth it. Nah, I'll let that. I'll let the young generation of film cutters. There you go do that like i'm sorry the motion is not the same on the road as it is at home and they don't do it as often i think that i think that the data would be there right away and if it was if it was strictly the same they would do it just as often considering they, they do they do different motions but they don't do that cheap motion where tyreek is literally full speed at at the point of the ball snap like they also but, don't they also don't do it i don't think they do it nearly as much on the road i i, I haven't seen the data but i i mm -hmm. Miami Dolphins number one Jack asks if you could go back and undo the Noah Igbenogany and Dan Feeney trades, would you? Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Noah, I unloaded a guaranteed contract, lowered cap number. Um, Dan Feeney, I unloaded a bad contract, got a draft pick for it. And really, Dan Feeney ain't going to help you right now. And he wasn't very good when he was here. So, you know. No, he was battling with some stuff, too. And he, and he's, I mean, his career, he's been kind of a mostly a backup. So, it's not, mm -hmm. no. So no. My answer is no. Yeah. Michael Apondaka. Hope I didn't butcher that. Uh, up, yeah, Michael, you know who you are. Um, do you see the Dolphins offense firing on all cylinders coming out of the bye week? Yeah, I would expect, I would expect us, uh, uh, wow, and Omar saying no, and I'm going to say yes, I would expect a, a very good outing against a kind of spunky. okay Raiders defense. Okay. Spunky, really? spunky, come on, don't sleep on the Raiders now. They got talent. They just hated their coach. Um, they without, did, let's not pretend, as you like to say, let's not pretend it's a, a upper half AFC team. Okay. You're right, but they're still a talented team, roster-wise, and they're probably playing for their interim coach. But I will say this. Um, that guard situation is very unsettling for me, um, and it has to look better. It has to start looking better in order for you to not be taken on water, in order for protection to, to be clean. Um, would love to see A-Chan get back and I don't think and be A-Chan, and I don't think that's going to happen in, in his first week back. If he's even going to be activated for his first week, I, I would need to see him actually running and cutting, and so will the coaches. Um, I would say give this offense three weeks to be firing on all cylinders. That's 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 where I am. With but okay, let's can we define? And, and it would be nice if they got a number three receiver. Can can we define running on all cylinders? I I mean, yeah. are we? Are you, <laughs> come on now, are you expecting yeah. less than thirty points against Las Vegas? Uh, I don't know what I'm expecting. I haven't looked at Vegas's film. I, Answer I, the question. Sorry. Uh, yes, I am. 
Yes. You're expecting less than 30 points. Yes. To me, they, they make sure they block Max Crosby, even if that means doubling him, because uh, he's going to line up, I think, pretty much every single time I've seen the Raiders, he's always on the left side of the defensive line, which means Austin Jackson is going to get the fun task of dealing with him, and that, that dude's good. Um, give, chip, give him some help, double-team him. Do not let him wreck the game like he can. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I don't know. There – Again, they're at home off a bye. Yes, I expect the offense to be clicking coming out of the bye. Okay. Well, uh, that is it for questions. Hopefully you had an enjoyable uh, Sunday bye week with some football. As you know, you can find all our work at alldolphins.com. We are here for you. We've also got first and tens up on this feed. All you got to do is go look at it. I swear to God. I am not doing another first and 10 until every single one of those episodes are at 10,000 plays. I, I, it, it's just a lot of heavy lifting on my part. You, you, uh, listen, I, and me, I have to lift the phone to, to, to record. I know. It. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta, I gotta commend you. You're being a very good cameraman. You have been a excellent cameraman. You're panning in when I'm, when I'm, you know, messing with the guys and talking about, you know, uh, v- v- uh, Van Ginkle being a Viking so you're 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 doing an excellent job. Yeah, well, thank you, Omar. Um, uh, but yeah. If I may as well, also, uh, there were plenty of other questions that I tackled in a written form on alldolphins.com. Uh, did three parts over the bye weekend because even though I took a little jaunt over to the Florida West Coast with the family. There was still plenty of content on alldolphins.com, as there always is. And part of it was mailbags were answered, more fan questions. Yes. So please go read it. Please go support us. Please go click subscribe, like the post, tell a friend. We are on all audio platforms. We have a new LinkedIn tree, which Pupar didn't say a single word about. um, That will I was on vacation. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you could actually plug out. Oh, okay. I'm surprised, surprised, surprised. Um, LinkedIn tree, which will give you the opportunity to see the latest episode. It'll show you where all the YouTube episode is, show you where everything from an audio standpoint. So no matter where you want to get the all dolphins coverage, it's right there. Yes. It's going to require a second click, but if you want the first click, I'll do it that way too. I'll let you boy. Um, we thank you. We thank you for coming. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. You got an announcement? Correct. When the Dolphins and the, the LinkedIn, LinkedIn trees, because Omar was the one in charge of setting it up and a lot more qualified to talk about it than I was. That's my only thing. Uh, Dolphins are back at practice on Monday. So when we're back here tomorrow, hopefully we have some news, some developments regarding players who are nursing stuff from last week. All right. On that note, we are out and we will see you tomorrow. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.